Hello, 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 everyone. I'm going to start in a few. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Get my little stuff situated here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, hey, I can't see who's speaking on here. For some reason, they still have not fixed uh, me being able to see the names on here. Hope you guys are having a good day. I was off today, so I'm enjoying this time I had to reset. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Those that are coming in and tuning in, welcome to Emotion Monday. This is the day that um, God has given me to impart, to teach. Um, and the emotion is a play on words. Emotion, E is electronic motion, you know, it just it has movement. So God wanted me to uh, start uh, this discussion and teaching on Mondays because, you know, we don't know the weekend that anybody has had. Um, so Mondays is usually hard for a lot of people. So this is giving you motion. This is alive to give you a push. This is even maybe to give you confirmation that God has maybe given you, you know, so I pray that it will bless you. I pray that you get what you need from tuning in every Monday and let the healing begin. All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about seeds and God has been really dealing with me about uh, seed time and harvest, just about seeds and taking me to the beginning, you know, taking me back to Genesis. And at first I'm like, God, you know, to be honest and transparent, I'm like, God, I don't want to, you know, Genesis can't be sort of boring, you know, the beginning, but since I uh, grown and matured, you know, and just being a Christian and growing and maturing in God, you know, I'm looking at things from a different lens. I'm looking at things from a different perspective. So I thank God for that. I thank God for maturity. I thank him for growth. And, you know, he's been dealing with me so much about uh, the seeds and about growing. So, you know, I'm like, now what is with this with, you know, just the organic life? You know, um, he's teaching through the things of this earth. And, you know, you have to recognize and kind of discern when God is speaking uh, to you through nature and using natural things. Uh, you know, Jesus spoke in parables all the time, you know, something that we can relate to. We know what grass looks like. We know what a seed is. So God always, you know, kind of speaks to things that we know. So I'm just going to go ahead and pull up my uh, blog so we can go ahead and get started. You guys, I'm so excited about this series. Um because God had been dealing with me about it. 
And I was kind of skeptical of making it a series because God gives me different things all through the week. So I don't know if it's supposed to be a live or if it's supposed to be, you know, just a podcast. So no, this is going to be a series. So a four part series. So every day of this week, we're going to be talking about, you know, the seeds that we sow. You know, uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the bad seeds. Next week is we're going to be talking about and going to death about the good seeds. So, you know, there's a lot of teaching and there's a lot of a revelation that God wanted me to share. And uh, first, before I just get started reading this, I want to thank my podcast uh, audience for listening in uh, every day, uh, week after week, um, <clears throat> even when I have random ones that I might throw on there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that you have gotten what you needed from God through listening, what he speaks through me. I give all credit and I give all glory to God. I take it not for granted that you find me, you know, on podcasts, that you found um, me, you know, worth or the the podcast worth listening to and pushing play. So I thank you. I thank you guys for tuning in live and who watched the replay. I thank, you know, even my YouTube for tuning in and watching and watching the replay. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So excited, so excited. Okay, so the seeds we sow. This is the first part of the four-part series, guys. What are we planting? So you guys already know where I'm kind of going with this because people know the familiar passage of scripture about, you know, whatever you reap, you know, whatever you sow, you shall reap. And we're going to get into the context of that because a lot of people kind of try to use that, you know, to be messy, or to talk about somebody else that they have in mind, but rarely do we apply it to ourselves. Rarely do we ask ourselves, what are we planting? Do you guys ever think of, do you guys ever think about the seeds that we're planting? Do we ever evaluate ourselves and see, you know, what have I sown into people? What have I said that caused something to happen in somebody's life? It could be good or bad, but just know, you know, that, God does not lie about how a seed will reap up. So I'm going to get into context with that. Hold on. I'm excited (laughs) about this lesson. Y'all don't understand how much God has been dealing with me about seeds. I didn't ever think it was so much to know about a seed. Seed got a whole different world going on that we don't even see. But look, so are we aware of the seeds we sow? What are the results of what we put out in the earth? So again, think about it to yourself. What are you putting out in the earth? Are we responsible for someone's growth or demise? You guys do know that is an assignment as far as even being a disciple. We are responsible for, you know, helping someone grow. If God has helped us grow, we are responsible for helping someone else grow. You know, but, you know, or are you responsible for somebody's demise? You know, what seeds are we planting that is causing somebody to fumble, that is causing somebody to stumble, that is causing someone to, you know, lose their faith in God, to lose their belief in God? What are we saying? You know, some things may be innocent enough to we think that we're saying, but we forget that we have an audience. We have people watching us more than we think we do. Hey, y'all. This social media, we have lookers. 
you know, they may not hit a like, you know, they may not share, they may not, you know, can't even see who viewing your page, but just know that somebody is looking, they're looking for you. And if you say you proclaim God, they are looking for God in you. They are looking to see, okay, I see your growth. I see what you're doing. You know, how can I get that? And how can it help me? But if we're sprinkling poison seeds around, guess what? You know, you didn't poison somebody else. All right. So <clears throat> let me get into it. So many questions and things. So we have so many questions and things to address. Read on to discover what the outcome of what we do affects people and even our own environment. <clears throat> you guys, we are in a culture where we feel like we are not responsible for, you know, we, we don't hold ourselves responsible for what we put out in the earth. You are responsible for what you put out in the earth because it's going to come back to you. Yeah, some of us call it karma, but this is the design of God. Whatever you plant, you're going to reap. All right. So let's read on. <laughs> the Lord has really been speaking heavily to me about the power of a seed. If you guys tuned in last time, you guys know that I talked about growth and seed, a little bit about plant life and said that God is commanding you to grow and how much promise and growth that a seed has. You know, it's so much DNA in a seed. It's so much power, you know, in a seed that, you know, we can't just dismiss it. You know, a seed can become a whole tree, y'all. A seed can become something so powerful, so insurmountable, we can't even conceive it in its little form. But you know, the thing about a seed is that it needs so much nourishing and needs so much planting. And I feel like God needs us to realize the, the come to a conclusion on the reason why he, you know, does stuff in seed form, you know, because if everybody knew exactly what you were supposed to be, you know, some people may may not treat you well, you know, or may may act like they care or they love you. But it's one thing about the seed. You will get those attracted to your life that will actually plant, that will actually nourish you. You know, a seed needs plenty of water, plenty of soil, someone to cover them, someone to uh, nurture them. So we need that. Right. So anyways, let me go on. I got still got stuff to read y'all. I was led by the Holy Spirit to start reading the very beginning of, of the book of Genesis and had to stop on this verse early on in my study time. Look, I'm like, God, why you got me reading this? You know, why am I reading the beginning of Genesis? And, you know, he just told me, I just need you to know the original design of things, how I want wanted things to, uh, how I intended things to be. So that's okay, God, that's good. So anyways, he brought me and I stopped at this verse. He said, the earth, the, well, this is what Genesis says, the earth sprouted and abundantly produced vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their kind and trees bearing fruit with seed in them according to their kind. And God saw that it was good and he affirmed and sustained it. So, and that's Genesis chapter one, verse 12. So, um, let me read on. The important thing that stuck out to me while studying this verse was the according to their kind part. The seeds are designed from the beginning to produce exactly how they are made to do. These, this line repeats itself many times in the first part of Genesis 
and it brought to my remembrance of this well-known scripture. So y'all stay with me because I got to do a little bit of teaching because y'all got to know how this came about. Watch the, the, the bomb going to drop. The microphone is about to drop in a minute. So y'all got to <laughs> y'all got to listen in and tune into this teaching. So like I just stated, according to their kind is written so much, you know, in that first part of Genesis. And I'm like, why does this keep repeating itself? According to their kind, he just kept saying this, the seed is going to produce what it's supposed to. It's not going to produce anything different than what it's supposed to. It's only going to grow what it's supposed to. So anyways, that took me to, he took me to another scripture. So this is the popular scripture that we all know that I said, sometimes we may be messy with. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. Do y'all see kind of where I'm going? But I love the way the NLT version states it because I just love plain English. <laughs> KJV be sometimes be on one. Like sometimes I don't, sometimes I don't even understand, you know, KJV. You have to, it's so poetic, but if you are not just like versed in just knowing words and stuff, it, it will confuse you all the way up. So like I said, I just love plain English. And I believe so much in breaking down God's word in a simple form so that all can learn. So this is another blog for another time, because I tell y'all how people start trying to make this Bible complicated. And really, God's asking you to break. Understand. Anyway. So I like the NLT version of what I just wrote, read about the uh, God is not my what for whatsoever man. So with that shall he also reap. The NLT says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. You will always harvest what you plant. This is not sometimes. You will always harvest what you plant. So what seeds are we sowing, y'all? I believe Paul was simply sending a reminder of what the design since the beginning, <clears throat> of what the design was since the beginning. God has designed the seed to produce according to its kind. Just because a seed may not sprout up or quickly come about does not mean that it will not reap what its DNA has designed. To be honest, a lot of people usually use this passage of scripture to be messy and to point it out to someone that they have in their mind. Y'all, this scripture is for us. Us is me included. Those that are reading this blog, those that will listen to the podcast and watch my lives, this is for us. So I want us hearing this in a reflection of our actions and a reflection of what we do. And this is not going to be a popular uh, live to have because the thing about with the Psalms of My Emotions ministry is that it's all about self-reflection, all about self-growth. And, you know, like I said, it's for the creatives, but, you know, it's also it's just for, for everyone. But the creative deal with this the most about knowing who they are and uh, things that they deal with that causes us to block out creativity. So but anyways, this is for us. So I want you to have yourself in mind. OK, when I'm reading this, what seeds are we sowing? Lord, bring back the self-evaluation mindset when reading your word. Amen. I don't know about anybody else, but when I read the word of God 
And when he's telling me, I reflect on myself. You know, and sometimes it's kind of hard to when you feel like, you know, this person, you don't see the error in your ways. But if you read the word and open up to God and say, God, show me, you know, show me me first through this before I say anything else. So, you know, like I said, this caused me to reflect what seeds did I sow? What seeds did I sow? And I have a story for y'all. Like I said, I am transparent all the way. And I love to give my testimony on some things that I got a story. Um, so now we get to the main part in this first part of this series. My question now is, what are we planting? So I'm going to go ahead and tell this story. You know, I was just talking to my sister a little while ago, and I, I believe this is probably for somebody um, because I was just getting so deep in this conversation. You know, uh, there's a time I had just started to join the church and, you know, like I said, I was coming out of the world. Hello. Um, I was coming out of the world and, you know, still dealing, still uh, fornicating, still just pretty much kind of in my mess. You know, I had just got out of divorce. So I was just kind of really just a mess in my head all the way. Um, so I was dealing with this person and, you know, I said, well, I'm, I'm coming out of divorce, you know, and I wasn't really look to be honest. I wasn't divorced all the way on paper, but my husband had separated. He already had moved out of the house, but I wasn't separated all, you know, wasn't divorced legally, but we were separated. So I met this guy. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm divorced too. So, you know, we became entangled with each other or whatever, <laughs> read it, read between the lines, <laughs> entangled with each other. And, um, I would have, I had a dream about him. I had a dream and, um, you know, his cousin or whoever just said, you know, and I was looking for the, the guy that I was with and his cousin was like, I told him to leave that woman alone. So I woke up and I'm like, God, what was that? He said, he's not with anybody and this and this and that. And I'm just like, you know, I don't know where I was in my mind, but I've just figured that wasn't true. See, when you just go and, you know, have sex with somebody outside of marriage, like your mind is so fogged up when you get into these entanglements with people. So I wasn't even thinking straight, thinking that God was just talking to me. Like I said, I just had joined the church you know, uh, basically kind of like a new babe. So I'm just, you know, I was learning. So I didn't know uh, too much to just take that dream into prayer and have God reveal it to me. So one day um, that might happen, maybe a couple weeks later, I woke up and my car, my car got hit. Mind you, my car sits on the same part of the street every day. But my car, like the door was just really bad. It got, it, it looked like somebody literally just intentionally ran into my car. So I said, what happened? And this, this and that. I found out maybe uh, a year later that the guy was still, still married. I did not know that he was still married. And I said, oh my God, this guy's still married. And then I thought about the car. I'm like, she hit my car. His wife hit my car because, you know, I would let him drive it around. Like I said, y'all, ratchet background. I am not ashamed of anything that I've been through. But anyways, so to me, I sold a seed. You know, I sold something and my car was hit. My car was messed up. And for the fact that I was still in covenant. 
You know, you don't mess with covenants. I don't care how, you know, and like I said, I know this is for somebody. I don't care how that man or how that woman is saying how much of a toxic relationship they're in. There is no excuse to come in between that man and that woman. No excuse. No excuse. I don't care how bad they said their marriage was. And, and, and then you may be semi out of something because I was semi out of something. He was semi out of something. So, you know, that was just a breach in covenants right there. So, you know, I reaped what I sowed. All right. So I'm not an exception to the rule. Listen here. Anyways, <laughs> my question now is what are we planting? If you plant happiness, you get happiness back. If you plant resources, you get resources back. If you plant words of encouragement, you get words of encouragement back. You get exactly what you plant. How many have experienced that? You know, I, um, and it just seems like even in this season, it's like things are coming back fast. So whatever you reap, it's like, it's like in, in, in a, a speed and expedience on return of this. Um, I don't know if like God is like putting super grow around these seeds, but he's doing that. So if you were experiencing anything, whether it be good, whether it be bad, you could be sowing good stuff and not just money. You know, just anything that's good, you know, you're going to get it. It seems like in this season, you're going to get it back faster. So on the other end, if you're sowing discord, you're sowing all kinds of other ratchet seeds. I'm calling ratchet at the moment. You going to get that back fast. You know, that just came as a, as a revelation. I just noticed that things are happening fast. Um let me see. If you plant gossip, you get gossip back. So if you're gossiping, somebody's going to gossip about you, you know. So it's like it's not a surprise, you know, that when you get this stuff back or when you encounter that, if you are being fake, you will get people being fake towards you. You're going to get it. You're going to get it back, you know. So uh, if you plant jealousy, you will get jealousy back. You all get the picture. God does not play or lie about his word. Listen, if y'all don't take anything away from what I said, God does not play about his word and things that he set into place. This was designed from the beginning. Like I said, I went into Genesis and said how the beginning was. And I'm going to go ahead and read. I don't want to read past the part I want to read. Uh, this should also cause us to sit back and reflect what seeds we have sown into others and even in our own lives. Yes, God does have his reasoning for why we go through what we go through. But could some of this be caused by seeds we have planted? Y'all think about it. Like I said, this is an evaluation session. Can y'all think about good and bad? What seeds have you sown? Have we planted laziness? Have we planted rebellion? Have we planted doubt? Have we planted unforgiveness? You know, these are things that affect our own lives. So, you know, if, if you feel like I, I can't have any success, you know, um, maybe finding a job or, you know, doing things like, are you planting seeds of laziness? Are you lazy? Nothing comes out of you not wanting to do, you know, anything that you just want to lay around uh rebellion you know 
you just hey like outright i don't want to do it <laughs> you know so then you're gonna get that back uh do we know that even our words are seeds that will either hinder or uplift the person now see i'm a big one for this what i'm doing and what this live does and like i said what the psalms of my emotions i like to plant uplifting seeds and i do get people that uplift me i get that in return and if, if it's not people i get it straight from god i get it straight from praying worshiping him you know so he lifts me up so i'm getting that return because of what i poured he's pouring back into me what i have poured out you know to people so this whole platform this whole thing is to uplift people it's to plant seeds of upliftment you know so you think about even the posts that we we have on the social media sometimes we feel like we have no repercussions on this this internet this blue app <laughs> this blue app the camera app you know twitter the bird app <laughs> we feel like we have no consequences with what we say this is my page i get to say what i want to say do you know that you are planting seeds through this keyboard right you are planting seeds through your phone not knowing that you're gonna reap them you are going to reap them understand so we have to be careful you know this is just not an app this is just not social it's social media and i can do it no you're it's seed planting everybody is seeing these seeds either they're growing from them or they're dying from them spiritually so not not physically spiritually so and especially if we're proclaiming Christ, you know, all our seeds on here should uplift. Amen. <laughs> uh, we have to take responsibility for what we plant. Yep. Even the words we speak are our seeds. Absolutely. Definitely. Without a doubt. hundred <laughs> percent. Everything we speak. So we have to take responsibility. We have to take responsibility for what we plant. A lot of what is going on in this season, and I mean, this culture, is that we don't take responsibility for what we say. For other people to, I mean, like I said, on social media, we take no responsibility. And I hope that brought a good perspective for somebody when, you know, using what they call it, being, uh, having social media etiquette. That could be a class. I ain't teaching it, but you know. <laughs> Social media etiquette, um, not just, I mean, just being a good person, you know, I mean, Christian too, proclaiming Christ because people look for that. People look for you. People look for good seeds. If you say, I know Christ, I know Jesus, people are probably going on your page and, and friending you because they're looking for the good seeds that's going to produce a good fruit, right? So people are looking for that. So my thing is, if we want people to come to Christ, we say we want people to come to Christ. We want people to be fulfilled with the Holy Spirit. We want people to um, grow in Christ, but we planted these deadly seeds. Who grows from that? Nobody. Nobody grows from that. So we have to be careful and take responsibility for what seeds we plant on here. And I don't know why I keep harping on this, but I don't think nobody take that seriously, especially if you claim in Christ. They look in for that and if you are acting just as ratchet as they are they're gonna be like what's the difference between a christian and me 
What's the difference between someone that loves Jesus and, and don't know Jesus? I see no difference. I see no lines of, of, of distinction. So I might as well stay the way I am if I can plant these seeds anytime I want to. There has to be a difference and there has to be a distinction. Our seeds are different than the world. If you're proclaiming Christ, if you have the Holy Spirit, your seeds are different. You have to plant different seeds. You have to plant good seeds. All right. Because you're going to reap them. You're going to reap whatever you sow. So if you bring bringing people to Christ, guess what? Salvation may come to your, to, to your family. You know, because you didn't brought somebody else to Christ. So, you know, I just want to get, get to that point. But anyway, let me continue on reading y'all. Um, if we are reaping what we planted now, don't think that God has for. So look, so on a, on a, on a upside, if we are reaping what we planted now. So if any of you feel like you're reaping, you know, and I'm just kind of talking about a, uh, in a, in a, in a bad way, you know, I guess if you're reaping something that you did bad, <laughs> Uh, if we are reaping what we planted now, look, y'all, don't think that God has forgotten about you or doesn't love you. He is standing by the laws that he has put in place. Even as even as we are experiencing injustices in this world and it looks like help will never come. Remember that God is not mocked. He knows exactly what is going on. Trust his timing and the way he wants to handle this. You know, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And I just see so much um, frustration. You know, we just have so many, uh, so much racial inequality. Um, we just have, you know, I mean, hey, the African, you know, uh, American co uh, community. It's just like you see gunshots. You see people getting gunned down on the street. And we looking like, God, where is, where are you? Where are you in these injustices? You know, you see people getting hassled all the time. You see the police feel like they're doing whatever they want to do. Just know God is not mocked. I think sometimes we want it. And I heard a preacher say this. Let's see if I can remember it. We try to get, you know, revenge according to how we see it. And God has to do his own. We have to trust. That he's obedient to the laws that he has set in place. Just now, these police and whoever is causing these hate crimes and things to come upon a people, oppression and everything, guess what? They going to reap it. But the thing is, in our mind, we want to see it. Just know that it's already done. You know, and if God has called you to, to take part and to... You know, be a part of the justice system, be part of the, you know, police and all of that. Be obedient. Don't be rebellious. Don't see them, sow them seeds of rebellion when you're supposed to be a part of the solution. You know, all right. So, you know, if he's called you to be a part of this justice that he is serving, be obedient. But just know nobody in this world gets away with anything. Can we believe that? Can we receive that in our hearts? Nobody in this world gets away with anything. Trust and believe that. But we just have to ha stop having the satisfaction of wanting to see it. Wanting to see the revenge. You know, want to, 
just wanting to see somebody being tortured and that should even say something in your mind why would you even want to see another human being being tortured it's enough that we even look at these videos and you know i can hardly even watch some things but you know i don't know you know it just speaks a lot about you know a, a person's heart sometimes um so trust his timing and the way he wants to handle this all in all god is being a good father so even though you may be uh going through what you have sown is reaping now that doesn't mean that god doesn't love you that doesn't mean you know that blessings are not in your future god has to honor his word he has to make do on what he says because you know why he's doing that because all in all god is being a good father that's what good fathers do they lay down the law and it will be so so just imagine you know i like to paint a little picture imagine if you had kids and and, and they do whatever they want to do and then there's no you know what i mean they don't there's no repercussions you know like if god just sat back and let everything happen you know sometimes it may seem like he does but he doesn't like i said it's it's, it's gonna be reaping season but you know he's being a good he's being a good father laying down the law if he didn't y'all got a bunch of unruly kids doing what they want to do and not having no consequences no belt coming no nothing you just ain't getting nothing just, and then you see how them kids be acting i know how y'all saw some kids in the grocery store they at the food you know they ain't never got no whooping never <laughs> or never been you know disciplined you know in a way that corrected their behavior so look at it in that perspective you know the why we are reaping it is the design of god but it's also correcting our behavior so what are you learning from this reaping season what are you learning from these seeds that you you sown it's reaping are you gonna reap some more are you gonna continue to, to, to sow these bad seeds so i'm just giving y'all a different perspective all right so all in all, God is being a good father. We want and love a person that knows how to keep their word, right? You know, we always say, you know, I want somebody to mean what they say and say what they mean. God does that and we get mad because he means what he says and he shows it. All right. <laughs> so, you know, we love a person that knows how to keep their word. We got to love God because he keeps his word. So, you know, I'm giving y'all a different perspective on this because I like to be optimistic, you know, on everything that God does. So we should still be able to honor and worship a father that honors his word. Be happy that, you know, when he put in the beginning, the seed is going to plant how it's supposed to. And then he and then Paul goes on and says, you know, don't be mocked. Whatever you sow, that shall you reap. We should be happy because even when we're sowing good things we get back good things we can't be you know just so and i'm gonna go ahead and read because i'm reading past the blog not only for the okay so we should still be able to honor and worship a father that honors his word not only for the good things but also for the things that will grow us and make us better you see how i changed that perspective real really quick all things that god does is good all things that god does is good you have to look at it in different light. Um, 
if he didn't care, you know, he wouldn't be pulling on some of us like he like he does. You know, so I, I'm thankful that God tussles with me. I'm thankful that God even bothers, you know, to try to mold me and squish me up sometimes and squeeze me because then I know he's being a loving father, you know. So all things that God does is good. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. You know, that's a, another uh, well-known scripture, Romans 8, 28. So I like to always reference this whole scripture and just not the first line. Y'all look, that kind of burned my biscuits a little bit. Somebody just read the, the first line, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Or no, some of them say all things work together for the good. What else? <laughs> you have to love the Lord and be called. You know, according to, you have to be called to the work. You know, and then it's going to work together. It's in, in order to this, y'all. So I always like to, I don't ever like to use a little bit of the scripture. I like to use it all because these are components. All of it is needed. Amen. So like I said, all of this is needed to experience the fullness of God. So we got to obey it all, y'all. They got the God going last. So I hope that I have set the stage in the series for this month. So this is only a first part, y'all. So you can imagine how uh, this will intensify, you know, every Monday this month. I'm uh, excited and, you know, I have to pray and have strength for some of the things that I will talk about because we all like the blessings, but we don't like the correction. We don't like to look at ourselves. We don't like to see ourselves in a certain light. But the good thing about when you're in crisis that when you see yourself in a certain light, that means you're exposed. You're open to be healed. You're open to be made better. You have become aware of yourself. There's a lot of people that are not aware of themselves and they, they keep walking in the dark and blaming it on everybody else but not knowing that you are the common denominator. Why are these things keep on happening to you? You know, we can't be innocent all the time. We got to know when things just, just keep on happening to us out of what we doing or what we sow. You know, so that's going to be one segment uh, that I'm going to talk about. I think that's going to be the next week, um, the bad seeds. So I'm going to go through individually uh, some of the bad seeds that we sow. You know, because some people may not be aware that some seeds are bad, you know. So, um, like I said, I hope that I have set the stage in the series for this month. Looking forward to mapping, exposing, and laying out some soul and heart work that God wants us to adopt in this season. Let the healing begin. So, I'm just trying to really pretty much in this series, just lay out, like I said, uh, mapping, you know, exposing some things that we may have not even be aware of and just laying out um, uh, some soul and heart work. God wants to do such a work in us, such a heart search in us. And if, if any of you are battling, like if you're feeling uncomfortable in this season, like you've been operating in a way for such a long time, but it's something about the season that's different. Like it's something in this season, not that you, I mean, you've even maybe tried to uh, change different jobs, you may have changed careers. You might even be working in your purpose and your calling, 
but something is unsettling. Something is not right. That's because God wants to do a heart work. God wants to do something different in you. He's trying to pull you to another level, another uh, dimension in him where you can grow. You know, and the only way that we're going to grow is to expose what keeps us running in a rat race, what keeps us going around in circle. And yet we're doing maybe uh, the work of God. And yet yet we're working, we become successful, we get money hand and foot. But our soul is not in peace. You know, our heart is is just really just we were lonely. You know, we, we feel alone. We feel like the world is against us. We feel like, you know, just really uneasy. And um, God wants us to as as he's moving us into purpose, he wants us to be complete. He wants us to be healed. And we got to deal with these seeds. You know, this is another uh, level you know, of growth and of maturity. We got to know when we did something wrong. We can't point everything else out in other people and not see ourselves. So the purpose of what I say, and I know, you know, my, uh, this don't really get too many. <laughs> I just feel it, y'all. Like I said, that's just like discernment. Um, because I'm not talking about anything trendy. I'm not buttering y'all up we got to deal with it this is the elephant let's see if i can point it wait i can't even get it the elephant in the room elephant elephant got it the elephant in the room <laughs> we got to you know and god has given me that boldness to just deal with the elephant in the room and the thing that I talked about, even with the marriage uh, part and me reaping what I had sown in that instance, you know, there's some that, you know, you're doing something wrong. You know, uh, the marriage, you know, that's a, don't don't play because when something is of covenant, like I said, I don't care what they saying and how bad and how toxic and they saying it is. It's a covenant. God has to deal with that and break that up. You you know. Nah. Get out of there. If anybody is dealing in a relationship and you know that person is married or entangled with somebody, get out of there because you're going to reap what you sow. Get out of there. All right. I know it's for somebody. I don't even know where that is where, but I know that's for somebody. God has better for you. God has someone designed for you. You don't need nobody else's anything. All right. You know, and that goes for anything. You know, if God has something designed for you to work on, you know, don't 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 get discouraged if the creativity has not hit you yet, or you know, nothing's not uh, made plain. Don't feel so tempted to look at what somebody else is doing and feel like you have to mirror or you know, um, copy or whatever, and and you know, just wait. Wait on God to give you a revelation or what he wants you to put out in the earth. Because guess what? When we put that out there, again, we're talking about the seeds. You reap that of coveting. Some, hey, somebody going to covet what you got and do the same thing that you're doing. All right. Going to steal what you do. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. So we have to know. We have to know and recognize if we're jealous. We have to recognize and know 
Um, if you know we're competing, we have to know that you reap, you sow that you're going to reap it, you know, but anyways, I'm getting right into the bad seeds, but I'm going to go ahead and end this live. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this live. I hope that you, uh, got something out of it, or if it's confirmation, if it is, you know, you can just go ahead and, uh, share it, share and comment. <laughs> you know, uh, even on the replay, you know, I do read the uh, comments afterwards. Uh, so you guys want to know and follow me in more other ways. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel. I put the PF me on there, but I changed the name to the Psalms of my emotions ministry. And let me tell y'all about that. I was scared to do that because, but God told me, call it what it is, call it what it is. You're ministering. Call it what it is. I just, you know, in this season, I just feel like God gives me so much and I have to share and I've been doing it. But the fact that I'm calling it, you know, a ministry now, it's just something that I was afraid to openly say it. But anyways, is there the sounds of my emotions ministry? And it's good that you do it on YouTube because this also streams on YouTube because when you subscribe and you hit the bell, you know, that's on there, you get notifications that I'm on because sometimes this thing be tripping. It don't tell you when I'm on. Um, let's see what else. Uh, sometimes people have questions. Uh, also, uh, you can write me at McCoy at the pfme.com. Uh, some people have questions that they don't want to put on here, you know, or ask me later. I am available to answer those questions. Um, also, follow me on Instagram, Relinda C. McCoy. I put a lot of my quotes there. Sometimes I'll put it on this on Facebook page, too. But, you know, if you want to get quick inspiration and sometimes I, you'll see a peak of my life a little bit. <laughs> well, a lot of it ain't too much going on on my story. So, you know, I, that's where I put that stuff there, because I think it's ideal uh, that people connect with me on a real way. Uh, you do want to know who Relinda is. And I don't mind sharing that. You know, I'm not it, it's it's not too much I got going on. But, you know, it's a good way to see and get a peek of what's in my life. Um, also subscribe and follow my podcast. And I, it's too many names to put on here where I'm at, but it's unveiled available on most platforms. If you type my name in, sometimes I'm in places. I didn't know where I was at and people found me. Um, I found out I was on audible. I didn't even know somebody told me. <laughs> so, you know, follow me and subscribe there. I think on Amazon, you can find it some kind of way. Um, somebody told me that, like I said, I didn't even know how that go. I just connected them. So anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, that is the end of our session. Y'all ready for the next session? I am. I can't wait. <laughs> so I'll see you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Share, share, share if you want, if you think someone will need this. All right. So I will check you guys later and have a good rest of your day. It's hot out there. So y'all stay cool. All right. Okay. Bye-bye.